Cool. So, how would you define a maverick? You know, I love that you're asking me this. Um, a maverick to me is someone who's a bit of a renegade. Um, he flies by the seat of their pants a little bit, but is going after something that uh, that they believe in a little bit. Thank so, oh, is, that, is that good? All right. Carry on, anything else you want to I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Maverick is Maverick is a top gun, right? I mean, like, he's the guy who is just a little bit outside of normalcy, but gets it done. Thank you. I've got a Maverick scale. What I'm going to do is I'm going to post seven statements to you. All I want you to do to, is to tell me truth, false, can't decide. Okay. Okay? People tell me that I'm a maverick. Not in so many words, other than true, true. Okay. I have a knack for getting things right when least expected. True. I have a way of solving problems which is different from other people. True. I am much more productive than other people. Mm, true. I have very unusual talents. True. What are they? Oh, wow. My ta I, I would call myself a bit of the glue. So part of my talents is assembling teams and pointing them in the direction of accomplishing significant tasks. Okay. Anything else you want to add? Um, usually these... <laughs> well, and it comes back to the Maverick side of things. We often go about attacking these problems in ways that are not normal. Okay. We look for new ways to do uh, things that you wouldn't think of, I guess. Okay. I'm generally underestimated by people. Ooh. Undecided, undecided. Okay. I do things differently and better than most people when I work. Yeah. Why do you do things differently, Matt? Uh, because I think there's a couple of reasons. So it's the inquisitive side, right? You want to understand how things work, and so you want to explore and look at new ways to do things to see if there's better ways. So are we constantly looking for efficiencies? And efficiencies is an important one. Um, but why do I do things differently? I think it's, in, for some reason, inherently in me never to do it the way everyone else does it. It's just part of who I am. Part of who you are. Does doing things differently require certain skills, then? Yeah, I would... I don't know if it's skills, actually. I'm not sure if it's skills. Um, I think it requires a different way of thinking. Um, I think... I mean, I, I think when you when you break it down, right, there's sort of, you know, you touch on the word leadership, I guess, but I'm not even going to say leadership, but there's sort of, there's the sheep mentality, and then there's also like, but it's not leadership, it's like explorative and inquisitive side of things, and I think that can translate into the leadership, but it's not necessarily, and I think I think that's necessary, um, and I think it's also like a, an innate drive that there's always a better way to do something, right? I mean, I think that's the big part of it, it's... Okay. Yeah. What are the challenges to being a maverick? <laughs> uh, well, you know, you uh, it's funny because you have a lot of support to be a maverick, or at least in my world I've got a lot of support to be a maverick because that's people are inspired by that. 
um, but at the same time you lack a certain amount of support because you're doing things new and you're exploring things. Um, so I think that that's a big challenge. Um, it's unknown. You're constantly going after something that uh, a lot of people will tell you is either wrong or won't work and you don't care or you don't listen and you just go after it anyway. Okay. Have you always taken a maverick approach to business or was there a particular trigger? Hmm. Huh. Is a good question, and I'm like so. I'm I can't sit here and say there's this one trigger event that happened in my okay. life. I actually would say it's probably almost my no, for sure. My entire life, I have been the the definition or the, the way we think about Maverick. I've always been that. So you specifically said it about business. Um, so I was my first business. I started when I was twenty seven. Um, and before that, I was a I was a, even when I was an employee, I was a maverick. So, I, anecdotally, um, I left my last job as an employee because they couldn't handle the fact that I was a bit of a maverick inside the company. Okay. I love this. I've never defined myself as a maverick until today. It's amazing. Are you always a maverick, or do you choose to be so at times? I think. Innately, I am always a maverick. I choose not to be sometimes. Okay. How and why do you choose to be a maverick? Or not? Yeah. No, that's, that's good. So, for me, it's about gauging its risk assessment. <laughs> um, and it's going to be... And, and also, there's just the general human nature of things, right? So... So when it comes to business, uh, from a risk assessment, it's like, look, how big a gain, how, how big a win is this risk? Is it worth it? Um, how many people are, or how many, what else is at risk than beyond just the idea and the execution of it? Is, you know, is our entire business up for, at stake here? Are there uh, other people's livelihoods at stake here? Are, is like, is the gain to the business not really moving enough forward like I mean it's just those I think it's risk assessment okay is this choice a conscious or never apologize for who you are amazing is this choice a conscious or unconscious decision when you choose to be a maverick totally I think it's conscious um you know I touched on this earlier and I was like it's innate and I think that a lot of times the first instinct is to be like well let's just well, that's crazy. We, we already know what happens that way. What if we do this? Um, and sometimes it's... Sometimes you choose not to do the risky thing. Um, and I keep sort of coming back to sort of my own business that happens right mm -hmm. now and how we approach it. And so we're like a lot of... For example... Okay. Um, this summer, we've been really focused on a particular avenue of business. Okay. Uh, we're building a particular product. It's a... I don't know if you know much about my background, but uh, we're building a fashion search engine. Okay. Yeah, which is which is kind of cool. Um, but what was really interesting is this summer we discovered there is a potential business opportunity for us based on the underlying foundation technology that we built. Mm -hmm. um, and if we shifted resources to, to feel that out, it was going to take almost our entire team. 
Um, sorry, what was the question again? I know where I'm going with this story, so but I want to make sure I tie it back Do you want to finish your story, and then I'll ask you okay. the question again? Okay. Because I'm fascinated. Cool. So what we realized, though, was that, you know, we spent six months investing in this technology, and if we invested another, about probably another three to five months, three to six months on this new avenue, mm-hmm. we had potential to grow our business by many, many orders of magnitude, even though it was completely off what our original course was, and it was something brand new, and we didn't know if it was going to be successful, but we knew if we took this risk, and if it was successful, it would do this for us, um, and of course we did that. What the heck was the question? Where was I going so with this? So the question was, um, what are the advantages and disadvantages of being a maverick? Oh, okay, okay. Oh, then it's very simple here. So, you know, this particular opportunity, if I was not a maverick, I would have just completely disregarded and thrown out and been like, that's not the path we're going down. This is not, like, that's too far outside of the box and outside of this business plan. But because of that, we are now at the point where literally this week we're rolling out the first uh, pieces of this. And I'm excited because we have, like, the next couple months is going to be going to change the face of business for us because of that. So it's very wow. cool. Wow. Yeah. And I so appreciate you fitting me in when it's that week. Oh, no, no, no. That's not a problem. I think this is amazing. Okay. When Bussy introduced me to someone, I'm paying attention. Okay. Has Asian experience altered your Maverick approach? If so, how? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> so I've had both positive, positive experiences and negative experiences mm-hmm. around being a maverick and I feel like every time whether it's negative or positive it reinforces the fact that what I'm doing is the right thing which is crazy so I'll go back to more stories so when I left my last position or my last job my, my last job that's crazy um, I don't know if, if other mavericks would say the same thing but I don't actually work anymore I just play which is kind of cool but my last job I sort of hit a bit of a glass ceiling. I didn't get along with my manager. Um, you know, she wanted me to work in a very, um, she wanted me to work in the way that everyone else worked. Um, and that, because I didn't, it didn't go over so well. And there was, it came down to like a real political issue in the company. And so instead of fighting that, I was like, okay, fine. Like, this is not the environment for me. So I left. Um, but you know, so that experience was a negative experience around being a maverick, but at the same time, I realized that it was that sort of that was probably the light bulb moment for me. Actually, if we go back, okay. that was the light bulb moment for me, where I was like, "This is who I am. This is who I need to be." I left that part of my life behind, and I'm now just gone forward. So that would be one. Uh, the other side of it is things like the story I just told you now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's if you don't you don't get any reward if you don't take any risk and so now I embrace that on a different level and so those two things combined so the negative side and the positive side reinforce the fact that I love being a maverick okay that was the question right that was the question the question was has age and experience altered your maverick approach oh then I misunderstood I misinterpreted that sorry has age and what Age and experience altered your oh, maverick approach. Oh, for if sure. so, how? Um, age and experience have. Yeah, so I mean, I think when I was younger, I was more reckless for sure. I was, you know, you're always, in, you're always taking risks, but now it's more calculated and it's based on experience, right? So now I think I'm better at filtering which, 
which risks are more important to take. Um, we're smarter bets. Okay. Yeah. Anything else? I'm definitely not wiser. I'm just, you know, more calculated. Let's say that. Okay. What aspects of your life and business are you most and least maverick in? Oh, amazing. Um, business and life am I most and least? Okay. So least is probably, you know, fundamental family relationships. Um, I, I'm not maverick there at all. It's very like, you know, I've got a great family. Um, and so that's really important. It's a good foundation. It goes back to the support system we talked about earlier. Uh, I'm most maverick when it comes to business, for sure. I mean, it's just the bottom line. But I, it's because that's what I want to do. I want to find new things, and I want to, I want to do cool stuff. Um, I'm also... This probably ties in the previous question, this one, age and experience. I used to be a lot more maverick in sports. Okay. I used to do a lot of extreme sports. Uh, I broke my back snowboarding at one point in my life, uh, which is again, oh really? Yeah. Nice. Um, which was an, again another one of those positive negative things where, you know, it sort of reeled me back in a little bit, but it also made me, it was such a, getting over that injury was something that was, really drove me. And so like, for example, this is another maverick thing to do. I had major back surgery. Mm -hmm. um, my back was cut open, had uh, two rods placed in there, like eight screws holding me all together. And six days after being released from that, from the hospital, uh, actually six days after my surgery, sorry, I made my dad take me to the hockey rink, tie my skates on because I couldn't bend over, yeah. and then got out on the ice and just skated because it was like I needed to go do, do that, right? So, um, okay. going back to the question now, at least and most maverick, um, yeah, at least is family for sure because it's mm -hmm. like your foundation. Most is, I'm also not super maverick when it comes to team in my business. Okay. So explaining that means uh, I think your team needs to be, uh, I think of it a lot like a family as well. Mm -hmm. If you're going to do these things that are risky and you're going to rally a group of people to go after something that most people wouldn't, you need to have a really solid foundation, solid team around you. So I think of that as not so maverick. I want to say bless you. Yeah, I want to sneeze. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Um, but tackling problems so whether they're business problems or any other problem you know you can always there's oh, yeah that's probably where it the most is okay is any part of what you do as a maverick related to the legacy you want to leave behind oh, I, I think yes I mean I, I think I think most mavericks have a bit of an ego um, right I mean you that's sort of part of it, right? You want to prove out that this way is better, this way, this different way of thinking, or this different way of doing things is better, and part of that is tied to ego. Okay. Right? So I'm actually not, I don't like to talk about it in that way, but when I think about it, I think there's a little bit of that. Thank you for being so honest. Mavericks tend to be big risk takers, as you said. What's the biggest risk you've taken in business to date? Hmm. Well... Um, so my current company is venture-backed, so I would say this is the biggest risk. I'm no longer just risking my money. Mm -hmm. um, I'm now risking many dollars from other people. Okay. And I've asked them to place a bet on me, so this is the biggest risk. Okay. 
How many ventures have you taken in the past five years? In the last five years? How many ventures? So, four, five? Five. Five in the last five years. And what would you consider the characteristics of a successful venture? single characteristic of a successful venture is about new knowledge that you've gained from that. So personally, yeah, personally. So I think I would say, you know, there's so many different ways to to calculate reward and whether it's financial or whether it's information or whether it's anything. But I think for me, it's about, you know, you've attempted the risk, you've learned something, but it's kind of like research, right? Um, every single venture is is a research experiment in something. Um, yeah. Okay. How many, I have a question for you there. What is the typical answer from your Mavericks in that question? Varies. I'm sure all of these are crazy wild. I'll talk to you about that after. Okay, cool. So, of the percentage that were successful, you've had five ventures. Well, 100% were successful. 100% for information. Okay. <laughs> well, okay. No, no, no. no. So, Go ahead. Sorry, so just finish the question. Of these, of these five then, what percentage were successful? <sighs> According to your definition. Yeah, I mean, exactly. So now I've got to go back and redefine my, my, my success, right? Because I wouldn't actually say all of them were successful. I would say they were all varying degrees of success. Okay. Um, Every single one has been a building block of the next venture in terms of knowledge on how to approach these things. Because we're now talking specifically business ventures, right? Yes. And so, so the definition of success of a business venture is an entity that can become self-sustaining, self-sustaining and profitable, right? I mean, that is really the that would be the su- a successful business venture. That would be from textbooks definition of successful venture. Exactly. I asked you yours. Exactly. And mine was about information, right? Growing. Yours was That's right. Growing. And so that's exactly what it is. So each one of my ventures has been a fantastic bit of information that I've then used and added. And each venture goes a little bit further and becomes a little bit bigger and a little bit riskier. Okay. Um, but, a li- but also more successful, okay. which is also really interesting. And I don't know if everyone would, would say that my ventures have been successful, in this, if you, depending on which measuring stick. Um, you know, some have been throwaway businesses, uh, and some have been sold businesses. So there's varying degrees of success. Okay. Um, by my definition, uh, which is really gaining knowledge and learning, then 100% of my ventures are okay. successful. What did you do that made the venture successful then? Well, According to your definition. Yeah, well, really simple then. I took the steps that were required to launch these ventures. I mean, I have had countless, throughout my entire life, countless ideas that I didn't execute on. And mm-hmm. I have no idea whether they were amazing ideas or whether they were horrible ideas. But I have a set of five 
that I have executed on to some level okay. and I've learned from. Um, I have got a question here, but I'm not sure if it's going to work. Oh, of the percentage that were unsuccessful, yeah. what would you consider was the main reason for their failure? But according to your definition, yeah, they're all successful. It's so awful. Okay. I feel like that we paint. I apologize because no. I actually feel like we painted this in these this series of questions into a corner. But so let's talk. But I also said there were varying degrees of success. Yes. Okay. So we can. So let's talk about the varying degrees of mm-hmm. unsuccessfulness. Thank you. So um, the very first one. Not the very first one. I had I had one that spans over three of them. Um, one sort of encompasses three of them, right? So I had a service company where I had built a team, and I built a team of like fifteen people, and I sold that successfully. Um, and the in but inside that entity, which it was a service company, it was never really my passion. I just built a a way to make money and hopefully experiment in other things, mm-hmm. which is maybe another way of defining a maverick. Most people probably wouldn't think about building a revenue engine just so they could spin out experiments, but that's what I was doing. Anyway, okay. um, so that was successful, uh, and on a whole b- number of levels, right? Because I learned how to start a business and build a business uh, and sell a business. Um, but I, it, you know, I most, from an external point of view, that sounds amazing because you went through the entire life cycle of what a successful entrepreneur would be. But, you know, it wasn't a massive win. Um, Like, it wasn't a huge sale for me. So, financially, it wasn't as large as I would have liked it to be. Um, There were a lot of things I could have done differently and I could have done better, but Mm -hmm. I didn't know going into it. I just went blind and I experimented and I Mm -hmm. found out. But then if we go back and we look at some of the things I did inside it, right? So, the first little thing that I built, um, and I'm a technology entrepreneur, so I, I, I build pieces on the web that are need to make people's lives better or easier more efficient. So the first one I did, um, you know, we I rallied the team, we had an idea, we built the idea, we saw it through. Uh, we have a product, it still exists today somewhere, I'm sure. Um, but then I kind of hit a wall, like I didn't really know what to do after that, and so the definition of success was learning how to build a product. And I learned how to do that. I learned how to take an idea and, and not build, not get paid by someone else to build it, but to build my own. Didn't know okay. how to sell it. So in one sense, the failure was we didn't take it all the way through its whole life cycle. Okay. Right? So we saw it in only certain ways. Uh, the other one was a, a partnership, and that was a failed partnership. It was the first partnership I've ever done. Um, unfortunately, you know, going at the this was a product we brought to life, brought to market, um, had paying customers, and my partner and I couldn't see eye to eye on roles and responsibilities. We also both had separate businesses we were running at the same time, uh, and unfortunately, in the end, we just had to part, and that okay. didn't go anywhere. So, you know, the unsuccess side of it was the unsuccessful side of it was you know, failed partnership and really a business that had a lot of opportunity that we had to just let go. So um, the other one was, uh, so I sold this company. It was the first time I've ever sold a company and I learned a lot of things in that. Uh, and But I, it wasn't, I wouldn't call it a successful sale. I ended up doing a lot of things wrong that put me in a position where I wasn't in control in the final stages. Um, and that was really unfortunate. It cost me a uh, it cost me what would have been it probably cost me a lot of money actually okay. um, 
like financial windfall, but it also cost me relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure you probably hear a lot of Mavericks that end up losing relationships, but that was something in that. Um, in my fourth venture, which is really an offshoot of my current venture, uh, it was a brilliant idea. Uh, we got tons of press around it. Okay. Uh, like the world kind of thought this was an amazing idea. But it wasn't the idea itself. It was what we stood for, which was really interesting and that people got cared about. And then in the end, the operations, we didn't really think about how what was required on the operation side to make this a sustainable business and we just we sort of fell under the weight of it and so that didn't work out but we got a lot of success out of it because you know you all the rest all the things i just spoke about but um that was a bit of a so the failure side of it there was you know getting caught up on the hype of a very cool idea and not preparing to handle what happens when that's successful Thank you. I just want to go back to one question. Yeah. Um, you said it's something you... I'm not sure if I've got enough depth in the answer. Sure. You said that part of being a maverick is about a legacy. What What is the legacy you want to leave behind? Oh, my goodness. I wish I knew. I think that's part of my problem right now is I don't know exactly what legacy I want to leave behind. Okay. Um, okay, so... Part of being a maverick is is ego and and wanting to have a legacy, right? And so, actually, I'm a bit of a walking oxymoron here because I'm also a bit of an introvert, and I think so. That's a bit of a challenge for me because I don't, you know, I already talked about talking about ego and things like that. It's not not really in in my wheelhouse, but I think for me, what drives me a little bit is it's not so much that I want to be. I want to do something that changes people on a large scale, right? I mean, like, that's really what it comes down to. I don't need to be known for it. Like, I don't know, you know, like, you look at Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook and, and you know, the two, everyone knows who that is. I don't need to be known behind it. I just want to create something that changes the way people think or operate or do. Um, and that's the legacy I want to leave. Um, something that I create and do, I want to leave behind. I want to have affected people. Thank you. My final question is, what would you like to have been asked that I didn't ask you? Oh, my goodness. That's an amazing question. Um, It's not a question that's missing. I feel like there's so much in the questions that you've asked that we, I don't even know how to go into them in the short amount of time that we've had so far. You've done very well. Um, very well. Yeah, I don't even know. So I actually really like, I love the questions you've asked because I had no preparation for this, so it's all flying off the seat of my pants. Which is exactly why I didn't look up who you were. <laughs> I know. Tell you about me. I think okay. it's very cool. Um, sorry, I don't have. I think I think you've asked a lot of very very cool questions. Um, I think so. Behind most mavericks is a team of executors. Um, you know, it takes people to take that first leap and put the ideas together. But to me, it's all about the team that you can assemble to accomplish those things. Um, and so out of none of this has actually touched on that. You've really spoken only specifically to the Mavericks, and that's probably by design because that's what your thesis is and your study is. And so 
but to me that's really important. So I would love to have spent some time talking about the different teams that have assembled these things. And I think mm-hmm. to me it's a lot of people talk about um, in marriages about what do they say like behind every good man is a good woman and blah 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 but I think the same thing with Mavericks behind every Maverick is like um, is is probably a solid team I think a lot of Mavericks are lone wolves um, and we, we didn't touch like you asked me what are the characteristics and I think Mavericks are lone wolves to a degree but I think to be successful you need to be able to rally people behind you thank you very much for letting me interview you no problem <laughs>